Alright, boom. Welcome in. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Another episode of Kicking It With The King. It's episode 287, August 30th, 2020. I promised you guys I would be back yesterday. That wasn't the case. But, better late than never. This morning. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. As it is, it's 1020 a.m. currently on Pacific Time, if you're in Pacific Time. But anyways, for wherever you are, thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. We're good. It's good to be back. Um, funny thing is, I was like I said, I was going to talk about uh, what I was going to return yesterday, but I didn't because of this. Like, I was so damn tired. I took a long ass nap throughout the day, and it was a long day before it was a long, like the long day before the day even ended. So what I mean, like by that is, I had some, uh, I had some uh, work. I had some work to do later. I work nights a lot of the time too. Um, probably five days out of the entire week, but, um, you know, I was able to, you know, I usually am able to get a couple shows in, and that's what, that's what the plan was, but then I just figured, you know what, it makes a little bit more sense to not to come in and talk about them after the fight, so I was thinking maybe just like, um, you know, Friday and Sunday, we'll have two episodes back-to-back like that, because when we get, that gives us a chance to to talk about the post fights and stuff, just as work what we're gonna talk about today, um, with obviously Smith versus Rakic. As you know now, um, Alexander Rakic defeated Anthony Smith by unanimous decision in impressive fashion. So where does he go from there? But before we even begin, and before we even talk about everything Smith versus Rakic, ladies and gentlemen, we are brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the one stop shop for recording, hosting. And distributing your podcast. Kicking with the King is available everywhere you get your shows because of Anchor. It's available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, Alexa. Like I said, people stream the show via Alexa, so you can only be surprised what technology can do for you nowadays. I started using Anchor almost three plus years ago, and since then I have not turned back. Every single episode of the show that we've done is available there for free. You can stream it, share it, like, rate, review. As always, ladies and gentlemen, we are available, like I said, everywhere you get your shows one more time. Um, we're available also on social media. We have social media as well, at KWTKPod, as well as G the King Official, GT King Official on Twitter as well. Um, let's get into it. Let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Smith versus Rakic. All right, Alexander Rakic picks up a win over Anthony Smith. That, If I'm not mistaken, that drops him down three losses in a row if I'm not mistaken let me pull up uh let me pull up um Smith's Wikipedia just so I can just so I can um you know I just I just want to make sure because I know he fought for the title against John Jones and then um you know you look at him against Rakic and then before that he had that fight with Glover Teixeira so you know it might not be the best road for Smith as of late but then again let me just give me one second. Just give me one second. <laughs> Look at this, you know, because we, we have some valid points to make here. Okay, so obviously, let's see. Okay, let me pull it up. Anyways, why that does this shit take so long? But anyways, it was a good fight by um, Rakic. A lot, a lot of people didn't like the fight, but at the end of the day, he got the job done, and that's the most important part, as I always say here on the show. The most important part is that you're getting your hand raised, and you get to move along, and, you know, now he beat the 
number five ranked guy in the light heavyweight division that moves him up and like I said, this wide open light heavyweight division is um is, is on fire right now and there's a lot of good matchups and a lot of good uh you know, a lot of good um you know, fights to to make down here at two hundred and five pounds, alright? Um so go to Smith's Wikipedia. Okay we go. No, no, actually no, he's not three losses in a row. My bad. See, that's why I wanted to go and check it out because I didn't want to butcher anything. That's the that's the number one thing I don't like to do on here, depending on what it comes to when, when I'm talking about certain things. Is I don't like to butcher things. I don't like to eh, so much how to guess a little bit. I like to kind of like get the answer correct almost. So he has two losses in a row. One to Glover Teixeira and then Alexander Rakic. But before that, he... um. You know, he, uh, what is it? You know, he beat Alexander Gustafson in a rear naked choke. And then before that, obviously lost to John Jones. And then beat Volkan Ostemir by submission. And knocked out Shogun. Knocked out Rashad. Before that, that was a loss to Thiago Santos. And obviously he lost that one. But yeah, so he's not losing lost three in a row. Uh, where does Rakic go from here? Rakic is coming off of a loss as well, I think. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was coming off a loss. He came off of a split decision loss to Volkan Ostemir. A lot of people thought he won that. Um, but other than that, you know, he's been essentially perfect. You know, his only lo other loss was his very first fight. And that was a submission loss in uh, 2011. And, you know, he comes back. You know, he's getting all these amazing wins. He debuts in the UFC in 2017. Beats Francis Barroso. Justin Ledet, Devin Clark, Jimmy Manoa. That one was probably the most impressive win. Probably a nasty head kick. Um, you know, he left Manoa asleep on the canvas for sure. Um, and obviously the Volcano Ostomir fight. That was uh, last year in December. Um, a lot of people thought that um, he won that one. So and then, then now he gets the win over Anthony Smith. You know, he's creeping slowly but surely up the ladder. But when it comes to Rakic's experience... And who he's fought inside the UFC, it doesn't um, it doesn't sit like up there with like you know that the guys that Anthony Smith has fought or you know the guys like Glover Teixeira has fought or you know top contenders. You know he's a top contender at two hundred five pounds. Don't get me wrong. You know now like I said you can't. I've said this so many times during during like my whole time doing this whole entire show is that you can't judge people off their performances against those people. You can judge them, but. No, like I said, everybody fights whoever. If you fight whoever is given to you, then you can't just say, oh, this guy hasn't fought anybody. You know, he's fighting everybody that the UFC's put in front of him. So, you know, now there's a bigger fight for him up there. You know, maybe you go over to share. Maybe the winner of Glover to share versus Tiago Santos. Or better yet, how about. Who's there? I'm trying to think. You know, there's obviously that. You know. I mean, maybe the loser. Of Glover Teixeira versus Thiago Santos, maybe the winner, because who knows what the fuck's gonna happen? Because you think about the couple of other light heavyweight matchups we got in the future. We've got a, uh, we got we got a uh, Dominic Reyes taking on Jan Blahovich. So you think about that. What are they gonna do with that? And you know, John Jones is gone. So I mean, it's top contenders in my opinion right now are Glover Teixeira and, and um, Thiago Santos outside of Dominic Reyes. And Jan Blahovich, so whatever happens with that one, I highly doubt there'll be a rematch unless something fucking crazy happens. But you know, other than that, you know, I have a better chance of getting hit in the head with a penny off the Eiffel Tower. So, um, ooh, that's a that's a a high risk. It's very likely that that fight will happen. 
Now, not I mean, if it didn't happen, that would be crazy or something crazy, a freak accident happened in the fight or something. I could see a rematch, but you know, it's pretty clear cut. You know, the winner, you know, who fights the winner of Glover Teixeira versus Tiago Santos, had they win in a impressive fashion. Now, Alexander Rakic didn't do anything like, in my opinion, that was absolutely oh my god this guy has to be next and you got to think about this as well we're getting another addition to the ufc light heavyweight division with the form of anthony rumble johnson who will be returning as a light heavyweight division so you throw rumble johnson in the mix as well that that's a big you know obviously you know, that's a huge addition as well so it, it's equally exciting and you know i can't wait you know, great win for um rackage like i said um unfortunate for anthony smith you know he's a really great guy um Phenomenal on the desk, like I said yesterday, other day before yesterday, and you know he's very smart, very humbling, and you know very very humble guy. You know he takes the losses like a champion, and uh, I think he will be back. Obviously, like I said, it's not like a, I mean, like I said, it's you know very tough matchups in the division, but you know, um, I just re read something recently about what he said. He said that he was he felt like they were cut one weight class apart or something like that. And he said that he has some serious uh, career moves to really discuss as in when it comes to his weight class. I don't know necessarily if he's going to be the type of guy to retire, maybe take some time off. A lot of people had actually originally thought that he had come back too soon after the Glover fight. Um, you know, say what you want about it. You know, I, I think that, um, you know, he could have taken a little bit more time off. And excuse me as I pour this cup of... Of beer. Look at the look at the, do I have some English in me or something like that? We have some fun here on the show. I like to uh, sip cold ones every so often, or like all the fucking time. Um, but yeah, so I mean, if you look at it and sit back, think about it. You know, he he lost. He fought for the title, right? Then he lost. Comes back, chokes out Gustafson. Then. He fights uh, Glover Teixeira, and, you know, he fights uh, Rakic. Now, if he says that he's either too small for middleweight, I highly doubt he's moving up to heavyweight. No, he's not moving up to heavyweight. It's, 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 a, it's a combination of going down and going up. But then if you look and you think about when at, the whole reason why Anthony Smith moved up to 205 pounds was because he was cutting too much damn weight down in middleweight. He was winning. He did have some good wins. He knocked out Edgar Lombard. That was pretty awesome. Pretty uh, pretty entertaining. Now, if you remember seeing that video that came out yesterday or something on ESPN app, it was like, uh, do you know my name, Hector? Do you know my name? You're going to remember my name after this fight or some, some shit like that. He's like, you're going to respect me after this fight. And you just see Hector um, is absolutely fucking like, you know, he didn't want no part of that. And then Anthony Smith knocks him out the knee. But, yeah, so, you know, I don't. I know styles make fights. And the last few people that Smith has fought has been, you know, top contenders. Look at Glover Teixeira on a win streak in 2020. Look at that. The impressive win Glover had over him. I mean, Glover's been chaining all together. I mean, at one point in time, we thought Glover was a dinosaur. And, you know, obviously with John Jones at the top of the ladder at the time, you know, there's a lot of these guys, I keep saying it over and over, a lot of these guys weren't going to be even sniffing UFC gold had John Jones still been at the top of the division. But the division is wide open right now. I think this is the best time for the division. 2021 will be a bigger time for the division as well. But then we fir at first things first, we got to see what happens with Reyes versus Blahovich. That will crown a new UFC light heavyweight champion that's not named John Jones or Daniel Cormier. Um, there's a lot of good fights at 205. Rakic is right in the mix, obviously. Um, 
but we can't talk about Rakic without talking about Smith. You know, Smith's a top contender, obviously number five. So uh, the only sacri- the, you know, there's a lot of sacrifices he's gonna have to make. His ranking, his weight cut, a lot more harder of a, of a time making the weight versus you know fighting at 205 pounds. Now he looks a little bit sucked down too. You know, he looks doesn't look too good on the scale when he makes 205. Not saying he looks bad. It just you know obviously you know all weight cuts are tough. I mean, I never weight cut it in my life. I've dropped calories on, you know, fast pace and stuff like that. I don't know how similar that is, you know, sitting in a sauna for about five or ten minutes. I don't know how much similar that is, but, um, you know, he's, you know, it's interesting, you know, because he's, he's, it's, it's a really hard decision, you know, even to think about what to do because, you know, you know, like I said, styles make fights. Maybe, you know, the last few, last few people that Smith has fought maybe go down to a guy who maybe is on the outside of the, of the top. You know, top 10, top 15. Not saying that Smith needs to lower himself down to that level. I'm just saying, you know, a kind of a, a fight to get your mojo back. How about Chris Weidman? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I mean, that would be a cool fight for sure, but that's a different weight class. All right, let me pull up the light heavyweight rankings right now. And we can talk about, like, the potential um, potential opponent for uh, Rakic. Because it's it's interesting because like I said, not a lot of like the casual fans and you know the, the Connor fans and all the bullshit fans and stuff they don't know Rakic is, um he's not necessarily like you know, a household name but you know he has this phenomenal skills he's a top contender in that division now I'm saying look at this division now it's full of absolute killers you just don't know who's gonna be the champion or how long they're gonna be the champion for because like I said back in the day when Shogun had it and and Machida Rashad. Horace Griffin, all those, the, the, the fucking belt bounced around so fucking fast and so much, you know, no one was defending the belt or anything like that, and, you know, it was, it was just a mess, so that's why John Jones comes in, John Jones does what he needs to do, and, uh, there we go, alright, light heavyweight, we got Dominic Reyes at number one, Tiago Santos at number two, Jan Blachowicz at number three, Glover Teixeira at number four, Smith five, Jury Prokchich, Jury Prochinjada, I can't even pronounce that shit. All right, Volkan Ozdemir, number seven. Alexander Rakic, number eight. Nikita Rotkalilov, number nine. Misha Surkinov, ten. Johnny Walker, eleven. Ryan Spann, twelve. Magomed Ankalaya, thirteen. Mauricio Rua, fourteen. And Paul Craig, fifteen. Okay, so um, for for Alexander Rakic, she just beat number five rank, so that's jumps up three spot or two spots so i mean i don't know who who, who rackage could fight next maybe yeah maybe the winner of glover to share or the loser or maybe if he wants to go down or just keep it continuing getting a fight um like a nikita krylov maybe if, if he wins um maybe a rematch with volkan ozdemir when we want to right the wrongs who knows i don't know it's it's, it's, it's interesting to see what the ufc is going to do next but but uh, all, all respects to anthony smith and uh Alexander Rakic. Um, Ricardo Lamas picks up the win, too. That, that's a much-needed win. Uh, it was good to see him get that win. I don't know the guy's name who he got the win over, but... Because it, it was a short-notice opponent at first. And um, Neil Magny gets the win over Robbie Lawler. Wow, that's a that's a, that's one of the bigger wins. <sighs> Woo, excuse me. Coronavirus. Excuse me. I sneezed. Um, yeah, so Neil Magny gets the win over Robbie Lawler. Wow. Like I said, that cardio and his pace, 
know, he's, he's slowly but surely, you know, 17 UFC wins. And uh, three more wins, he's going to be tied with uh, George St. Pierre for all-time wins. Neil Magny, Danny, my damn job done, wow. You know, he has great cardio, great wrestling, great takedowns, you know, great control on the ground. Very strong guy. He looks like, you know, it was look, looked a little overwhelming for a guy like Robbie Lawler. And that was just absolutely crazy. I don't know if a lot of people thought that was going to happen. I, I thought so. I thought that if it was, you know, maybe like in a stand-up war with Vince's Robbie Lawler, and, you know, he, he's stopping the takedown, he's landing knees for his troubles and, and or stuff like that. I kind of thought that. But then, you know, it's kind of like a different time for Robbie Lawler. Obviously, now the game has evolved a little bit more. Not saying that, like, he's incapable of winning, nor should he retire. I'm not insinuating, nor am I saying that. I'm just saying, like, that, that a lot of these guys have some fucking gifts, man. There's no easy fights in the UFC, especially when you got a guy like Neil Magny who can, you know, go the championship distance if need be. I mean, he, he looked good. Obviously, unfortunate for Robbie Lawler. He's coming off a couple losses now. Uh, Neil's right in the mix as well at welterweight, you know, and slowly but surely creeping up, you know, the ladder at 170 pounds. I just don't know necessarily who, should, he, who he should fight next. Um, it's wide open at 170 pounds, especially with, um, you know, Moosman, you, know, you got Masvidal in the mix, you got Showtime Pettis, you know, Wonderboy Thompson, Leon Edwards, Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal, speaking of Jeff Neal, Jeff Neal tweeted out, you know, a great fight with uh, Neal, and he said he wants to basically insinuating that's the fight he wants next because, you know, originally it wasn't even supposed to be Rufus Robbie Rowley. It was supposed to be Jeff Neal versus Neil Magny, but uh, Jeff Neal got sick, got, I don't know, accident or something bad happened on Lucina on his Instagram. I don't remember exactly what it is. He wasn't necessarily too clear about it. But um yeah, so Jeff Neal insinuates that he wants that fight with Neil Magny next and that would be the perfect fight, man. That's a good fight. Jeff Neal's a absolute killer as well, so that that that's gonna be a interesting one to see. Which brings me to think about my fight picks. We did fight picks on Friday, so we're going to go on over to the Verdict MMA app. Ladies and gentlemen, follow me on Verdict MMA app at G, the King MMA. All right. Let's go. I know I got some perfect picks here. Let me, let's check this shit out. All right. Smith versus Rakich at the top, August 29th. Ricardo Lamas versus Bill Agui. Perfect pick for Ricardo Lamas. Thank you, Ricardo Lamas. Alexa Grasso, perfect pick in a row. Two picks in a row, baby. I picked Robbie Lawler by decision. Eh, wrong. Eh, wrong for Smith versus Rackage. Okay, that's fucking good. Who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck. This is a fight night. It's not a pay-per-view. Doesn't matter. Yep, so two perfect picks in a row and two shitty picks in a row. That's 50-50. There's a side of me that does not like to bet. And the fact that we do, you know, it adds an extra layer. It adds extra later the bullshit. So we're already stressing about watching our favorite fighters fight or, or someone on a losing streak having to pick up a win or, you know, someone's winning streaks on the line or some high-stakes matchup or a scary matchup or something crazy. We, were, we already experienced crazy shit as it is as fight fans on this game uh, in the world of MMA and all that. But, um, you know... Betting adds an extra layer, and what I mean by an extra layer is because you have to pick, and you put, if you put pressure on yourself like I do to put these picks, I'm like, dude, I got to get better with these. I got to put this. 
I gotta pick her, man. I don't know. It was, it was a fight night. Anything can happen, man. That's what I said. And UFC's booked for the rest, all the next weekends, all the way into the rest of 2020. So that means that we're gonna be podcasting up the ass. Definitely telling a lot of people more about the show and stuff like that. I appreciate you guys for doing that as well. And um, yeah, I've been telling a lot of people more. I'm telling telling a lot more people about the show and they've been, they've been asking about it. Oh, where do you do it? How do you do it? What do you talk about? And then it's like, yeah, would you want to be a featured guest? I'd love to have one. And I was just talking about this the other day. Um, that I didn't like have anyone to co-host with or anything like that. If anything, we do it via you know, Skype or Zoom or FaceTime or some something along the lines of that. If we do set something up like that in the future, that would be something really exciting. That would be something I'd like to see. Uh, some, yeah, something I'd like to be a part of, too. That would be cool. But just kind of got to get on the level right now. But, but for right now, I'm fine with just doing a solo like that. So um, let's move on. What else we got? What else we got coming up? What's the, is there, what's the next fight night? Um... What's the next event? There's so many fucking events. I don't know which one's next. Mm-mm. Is that bad? I, I just I just go off the media, or off the Twitters and stuff, and I don't know, man. Maybe I'll look it up or something on the internet for what the fuck the next the next fight card is. Like I said, when this is exactly something I was talking about, like two, I think it was like maybe like a year, maybe like two years ago. I was like. You know, there's so many fucking fight nights I can't keep up, and I don't remember who the fuck's fighting there. And and who's fighting? Who the fuck are these people following? Cameron Wilson, head of department, head of UFC department at MMA Oats. And I already follow this motherfucker. I think I already follow this motherfucker. Oh, I don't know. Oh, there's probably some account that didn't. Um, let me see. How can we, how can we even, um, go about the show without talking about the unfortunate, super shocking passing of the Black Panther actor, Chadwick Boseman? Man, that was some news, though, dude. You know, I, um, the funny thing was I was at work and then, you know, you know how people just casually pull their phones out, look at different shit on their phone, ooh, this, ooh, that, you know, I, I, Pull my phone out for the first time probably in a couple hours, right? And, oh, not a couple hours, probably like an hour and a half or something. But I pull my phone out, and I look. I, I go on Twitter, and I first tweet, I say, no, not Chadwick Bozeman. Twitter, our 2020 has been so horrible to us. And I was like, oh, no, what happened? So I start fast-paced scrolling, right? Scrolling through my phone, scrolling through my feed. And then I go to trending, which is something I do quite often on Twitter, looking at the things that are that are um, trending. Um, uh, what is it? You know, I see that he unfortunately passes away. Um, dude, I mean, colon cancer. He's been battling for four years. I mean, one 
crazy thing. I didn't even know that. That that that's a super shocking thing. His death in its own right is pretty shocking for many fucking people. But colon cancer, and and not only having colon cancer, but battling it through top tier movies like Civil War, The Black Panther, Avengers: Infinity War, um, Avengers: Endgame, Twenty One Bridges, and The Five Bloods. I didn't know about the Five Bloods. I, mean, I forgot about the name of it. But, you know, like, top-tier you know, box office movies like The Avengers, you know, The Endgame, The Black Panther movie was the bigger the bigger um, movie to come out and very inspirational to a lot of African-American people and a lot of African-American kids and, you know, huge inspiration. You know, first, you know, black superhero, very iconic figure and an inspiration to many, you know, to kind of know, you know, if you think about the racial... The divide that we have in this country right now. If you think about that movie, the Black Panther movie was a very good movie to really, you know, obviously show that there can be all different types of nationalities becoming superheroes. Everybody is one. I think everybody should join together and, and not take life so seriously and be so racially divided, in my opinion. No politics. Not getting any, in, into any of that, but I'm saying the, the amount of people that he inspired throughout that with that movie and you know just his performance in that movie was absolutely phenomenal in its own right and that just makes his as his um performance in those movies just that much better those movies should be watched a little bit more now because you look at how many how, how well you didn't even know what the fuck the guy was dealing with i had no idea i'm sure a lot of people as well millions of people probably and if you look at twitter's most liked picture ever uh, just recently had has to do with the passing of him, uh, and this was this is an unexpected one, man. There, there a lot of unexpected things have happened. Can twenty twenty be over yet? You know, I think we got like four months left, if I if I'm not mistaken. Looking back, I mean, yeah, I mean, watched a couple of clips. I don't know, it was heavily offensive. I don't know if it was offensive to post this, but uh, you know the part in Infinity War where they all disappear, right? And um, and when he snaps. And they all turn to dust. And he's like, the Black Panther's saying, he's like, come, Jira, come. This is no place to die. And he just turns into dust. And I posted that clip on my Instagram. Because, you know, he, like, disappeared. But, you know, it's like rest in peace. Kind of honoring him. And if you remember, like, the the scene in the Black Panther when he's talking to his dad. And, and it's really blue, bluey. I don't know if it's like the afterlife or something, that scene where he was in the afterlife and he's like um, talking to his dad. And, you know, he, 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 you know, when, you know, when they lay him down and stuff and they cover him with sand, that whole fucking blue thing, that whatever that blue scene was, that's kind of what people were kind of picturing heaven as for him. So, you know, it's a huge tragedy and huge loss for the Marvel community. I know they were going to come out, slated to come out with a, the Black Panther too, um, but you know, damn, dude, the dude was battling. He did he tell anybody about it? I don't think I don't think he told anybody necessarily. But people just, you know, had their speculations and you know assumed he was doing drugs or not eating. And you know, some of the stuff was very very disrespectful. That I've seen people accusing him of you know doing drugs or doing crack or whatever it is. No, 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 no. The man was battling stage four cancer. And still had the balls to make seven fucking movies. Who the hell? That, that's a real life super right there. Seven movies? Are you kidding me? Wow, that's an absolute real life superhero. Captain America kind of guy right there. That's that's crazy, man. But, you know, may he rest in power. Um, 
and you know not a lot of people are a lot of people are affected by it and you know I just wish your condolences to his family, friends, everybody involved, all the people at Marvel, all the cast and crew that he's worked with and inspired and you know, every other post is a post about Chadwick Boseman. So shout out to Chadwick Boseman. Shout out to, you know, me, rest in power, rest in peace and everyone else um hopefully is doing better and isn't, you know, completely destroying themselves due to this unfortunate loss and you can use this loss to inspire you to be better and be a little bit nicer to people around the world you know unfortunate things like that happen then you know sometimes unfortunate things are the things that bring us together the most if that makes any sense all right ladies and gentlemen what, what else we got my dumbass i said i like literally said yeah, before that, you know how earlier we just got done saying, what's the next fight night? And I was like, I don't fucking pay attention. You know, there's hella fucking calendar, a hella fucking uh, UFC cards for the rest of the year. So all the way to the end of the year, we can just look it up on Verdict MMA. Can't believe this one's next. Stylebender versus Costa. Wow. Title fight. Title fight. The drum roll, please. Title fight. We got a fucking title fight. These are the ones we got to pay attention to. I think if we stop making fight picks buzzed, maybe I'll be a little bit more successful. No, I just got to put more time into my fight picks. Okay, so at the top of the, at the top of the, th at the top of the heap, Hakim Duwadu versus Zubara Tehugov, training partner of Khabib Nurmagomedov. I'm picking Zubara, baby, by unanimous decision. Ben hard. Zubara, don't let me down. 600 experience points to win 2,118. All right, perfect pick. Let me do this. All right. All right, at uh, at strawweight, you got Claudia Gagelia versus Jan Shanjoyan. I, I don't know how to pronounce the X. Jan X-I-A-O-N-A-N. You guys know who it is, right? Hopefully. Maybe the Chinese fans know. Maybe people from China. Kai Kara France versus Brandon Royal. That's not really... Oh! Oh, I did not know this one was on there. I don't know who the fuck this is. I'm picking uh, Kai Kara France because I don't know who Brandon Royal, Royal is. I'm going to pick Kai Kara France. I'm picking by unanimous decision. It's easy picks. Um, Dominic Reyes versus John Blahovich. Jesus Christ. I think... Um, I have to go with Reyes 100%. You know, his range, his movements, his calculations, his footwork is extra precise. His grappling, his defense is, is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, look at the fight yeah, with John Jones. Right? How could you not see him as the best light heavyweight in that division? It will truly show. This fight will truly show because you look at Jan. Jan's equally as dangerous. Jan has equally dangerous power. He's fucking vicious. It's amazing how Patrick Cummins... Was able to survive a guy like Jan. Jan's, you know, Jan uh, is, you know, he's been in the UFC for quite some time already. He's been in the light heavyweight division um, for, for quite some time, and you know, not really, no, no one, no one, like a few years ago, no one was even really talking about Jan. You know, you were getting a win over Jan. I remember when Jimmy Manuel got the first victory over Jan, and then they had that crazy instant classic for the rematch. The first fight wasn't even impressive, man. It wasn't even competitive. It was just, you know, Jan. Takes you know he taking a little bit longer to you know kind of reassert himself as a legitimate contender. Now look at him now in twenty twenty fighting for a belt, which is equally impressive. 
he's just a lot shorter than Dom Dominic. Dominic's very good on the feet. He's good cardio, good footwork, long legs, big guy. Definitely can go five round distance if need be. And he did way better than a lot of people thought he would do against John Jones. Against John Jones, so I mean, I say Dominic Reyes becomes the undisputed UFC light heavyweight champion. Um, unfortunately, I used all my experience points on Zubaira, but I'm picking Dominic Reyes by unanimous decision, baby. Israel Adesanya versus Pablo Casa, no bueno, no question. I'm picking Israel by unanimous decision as well. He's going to beat the fuck out of Pablo Casa. Let's go, baby. All right, four out of five picks. What's the last one left? Claudia Gadelia versus Jan Zionan. I'm just going to say Zionan. Zionan. Because the X, you know, you know little Zans? It starts with the X. So Zans, I'm going to pick Claudia Gadelia. Wait, you can't sleep on these Asian motherfuckers. Decision win for Jan Zion. All right. My fight picks are updated, ladies and gentlemen. Anything else you got here on the show? Um, quickly, ladies and gentlemen, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KWTKPod. We're available everywhere you get your shows. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Amazon, Alexa. Everywhere you get them. Apple, Android, everywhere you get your shows. Anchor.fm forward slash KWTKPod to listen stream all the latest episodes of our show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for all the people that tune in normally and listen to the show. Love your support. Love everything you guys do. Love and appreciate each and every one of you guys. All right, let's, let's enter in for the last leg of the show. And you guys see the updated artwork for the show? It's kind of a classic throwback. If you remember, like, the original, you know, when back when the show was a different name, uh, the G-Maker MMA show, that's what we had, um, my Snapchat logo as the as the podcast album art. I just thought like you know the kicking with the king was pretty freaking dull for some time, and right now I don't have any like specific artwork that I'm thinking about or anything I'm thinking about specifically for it. So I just figured you know why not do a classic throwback. So that's what it is. It's not a different show or anything like that. If you see the the artwork change or anything like that, it, it's it's completely sane. It's completely normal. And excuse me while I try this cold one. Yeah, I mean, I think it looks good. It looks pretty fucking cool, in my opinion. I think I would fit in perfectly in England. Pints. Cups. Bottles of beer. I'm just kidding. Nope. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm free, man. But this thing, that's that's the cool part about it. But we're gonna get into something funny. We're gonna talk about something really cool. Like, that's the best part about it. You know, for me, I don't have any. I don't have any kids or anything like that. I don't have any wife. I don't have no like girlfriends or nothing like that. So I'm I'm free. I I have my exp I have the things I do. You know, obviously what pays the bills and you know the show. And I don't really have any other extra things that. You don't keep me from doing the things that I like to do. You know, I run into people, co-workers, people on the street, anywhere. People in line have kids or married or divorced or just, you know, they have kids. More so kids than not. But it's like, dude, man, it's like, I don't know. I, I want to, you know, continue to 
I want to travel, you know, do things, do more things, you know, do things that don't require too much money. Not, I mean, it, it does require money, lots of money, but it's going to be way, I mean, five times the more money if you have, like, a wife and kids. No disrespect to that. One day, I'd love that, but not now. I, I want to sit and have a good time. I want to sit and enjoy myself. I don't want to have responsibilities like that. I have a lot of responsibilities. I do a lot of stuff and, you know, there's a lot of responsibilities that I have on my belt, under my belt already. So it would be best to not do that. But, you know, like I said, like I just, you know, I have fun. I enjoy myself. I, I you know, just you know, come home, relax, smoke weed. <laughs> there was a, this, uh, Speaking of uh, smoking weed, there was this riot. You know the riots and stuff that happened, protesting for um, at this at this stage. Who know, who knows for racial injustice for the Black Lives Matter protests, right? So there was this uh, picture that surfaced on Instagram that I just seen this morning that said, "Don't do drugs, smoke weed." How funny is that, man? Hey, I, I would be one of those people that, that, that put something like that out there. I've never went out and protested since any of this stuff's happened. I don't think I will because it just it entices negative energy. And I think people are just adding up countless times and hours of of them of wasting their own fucking time, if anything, risking jail time and all this other stuff. Dude, dude, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. That's not the type of person I am. I mean, I, I'm the kind of, literally, if you, if you really want to think about it, I'm like the type of person that's going to sit back and just watch the world burn. No pun intended, California. I know you're on fire right now. The skies are still somewhat gloomy, so you'll see a little bit of blue skies out there. But overall, for the main point is, um, it's not necessarily as clear as possible. Let me get my headphones, because they're... I'd rather do that than hold the phone up like a microphone. You fucking feel me? Nothing too fancy here. Just have the regular Apples, the wired ones. I have uh, actually uh, three pairs of headphones. I have two regular Apple, um, the the pods, the wired ones, as well as the... Um, I, I don't have AirPods or anything like that, but I do have some wire, wireless headphones that... They do look similar to the apples, but they're I got them off Amazon. They were like thirty bucks, and they, they worked equally good. You know, um, you have a little charging case that has a little cord, basically like the same thing like the AirPods. If you know how the AirPods are, use them. Um, but funny story was that I read some reviews. You know, that's the biggest thing for me when I'm ordering shit online. I don't really, you know, like I I try to really like. I'm very, very picky when it comes to headphones and stuff. I'm very, very picky. I'll either only get Apples or Beats or Skull Candies. You know, more times, you no, know, nine out of ten times, probably get Apples and Beats out of anything. But, you know, like I said, I, it was a couple weeks ago or something like that. I, like, I took a risk and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try these. So I order them on Amazon. They come a week later. They work really good. And then one of them goes out. The one on the left goes out. The side, the left one. So you know how if you have an iPhone or Android, you know how you get the Bluetooth and you turn it on and it shows your little headphone battery, the, the battery life at the top of the screen, right? So it showed the battery life on the screen normally with the full battery back when it originally worked f fully when it first f when it first worked when I first unboxed it. So 
when I put the left one on, I sync the left one and the right one and linked together, playing the same exact thing. It uh, it showed an empty battery when I had got done charging it. So I, t- I turn the le- take the left one out and I put that one away and put it back in the case. I had the right one, the right one, full battery each and every time. So I was like thinking, fuck, dude. I mean, I know it's only 30 bucks, but damn, dude, Amazon's good with their returns. And I remember last time that they fucked up on one of my orders. I bought a blue pocket knife uh, or not blue freaking gold pocket knife. How the fuck did I get blue out of gold? I, I bought a, a gold pocket knife off Amazon and um, they fucking delivered it at the wrong place. And you want to know how I know? You want to know how I know that? It's because um, they took a fucking picture. You know, nowadays when they deliver, they take pictures of it on your fucking property just to prove that you actually, you know, actually, like, was fucking there. And they actually said, take a picture of it, and they did deliver it just in case anything happens. But it's common courtesy for them and just, you know, a pleasurable thing to take a picture of the fucking thing that you're delivering, so, you know, just, you can have full proof, full on full proof, so, they had taken a picture of this fucking house with a gate, on top of that, wrong address, in my opinion, there was a gate, we don't have a gate here, the way that the picture was, it was a while back, it was probably almost over a year ago, maybe two years ago, yeah, probably about over two years ago, but it was like, you know, it was a, it was a knife, it sent an exact same one the next day, they delivered it at the wrong place. They sent, uh, they sent another one right out to me. What I mean by that is saying that Amazon's return, you know, they're, they're very good with their customer service, basically. Even though Jeff Bezos is a leading uh, fucking million billionaire in the whole fucking entire world. Fuck you, man. Give some of that back to your workers, motherfucker. I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, so I looked at it. You know, you know, I, I actually, you know, filled out form to have a return the wireless headphones because they hadn't worked, but then a few days later, I'm going to charge them. I use the left one. The left one's working. It's not showing an empty battery even every time I connect the left one. I'm not using the headphones right now because for some reason, these ones won't connect and I can't record. I can't, you know, I'm using the wired ones. I'm talking in the microphone with the wired wired ones, but I can't use the wireless ones and record the show. It, will, it won't... Uh, it won't work. It won't sound good either. So, yeah. So, I end up pushing the button and they send me a, a label. The, you know, a, a label in the fucking mail to um, send it back and get my... Once they got it, like, two to four hours after they got the package or whatever it is I ordered, they were going to process a refund. But, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, nah, I'm good. Especially not, not if they're starting to work now. I think it's just certain, certain, something I got to learn about them and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's a huge risk, especially when you're doing online shopping and stuff. And how easily how quickly it is to, um, like, order shit and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, Whew. I think that's it. I don't think we got anything else here. I appreciate you guys for... For joining us here on this episode, episode 287 of Kicking with the King. Like I said earlier, I think we're going to do Fridays and Sundays instead. Because, like I said, there is fight nights the rest of this year. For every weekend for the rest of this year. So, I think a Friday and a Sunday would be more appropriate. 
And, you know, especially the breakdown on fights. And you got to release it on Friday. I know I got to release them on Friday. There's been a couple of times where I've lagged and I've released episodes talking about pre, the, the, the fights, pre, pre-fights on Saturday. And it's too late by the time people end up listening to it. So better yet, give them a little bit more uh, notice. And then I can put more show, a show out earlier. And if, this depends on the time frame. Anytime that I have... Any, any anything else that I have, if I'm able to get a show in earlier, then that's the most important part. But the most important part of it is that I put hours and hours into the show and hours into each and every one of them. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, this is Gabriel Hernandez signing off here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, G the King Official, G T King MMA on Twitter. KWTK Pod on Instagram and Twitter, as well as uh, www.anchor.fm forward slash KWTK Pod to listen to all our latest episodes. Everything for free, no subscriptions necessary, nothing along those lines. We're available on Apple, Amazon Alexa, everywhere you get your podcasts. You should stream the shit out of this one. Stream the shit out of this one, ladies and gentlemen, and we will be back sooner rather than. Later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time to wrap this one up. We're out of here. Bye, folks. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. Wear your fucking mask when you go out in public. Practice social distancing. How the fuck does that work if people are fucking having intercourse? You wear a mask during intercourse. What a way to end a show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're out of here. I think we're a little too buzzed. Just kidding. Let's get out of here. Bye, folks.